This podcast contains adult content suitable for mature audiences only. Listener discretion is advised. I ain't like that anymore. I don't kick off like before. I'm more relaxed. I'm all formed. I ain't Welcome, traveler, to the morbid forest. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Hello there, my sneaky traveler. I wasn't expecting anyone today. I see you've helped yourself to my fire and made yourself all nice and cozy. You know, it isn't polite to sneak into people's homes. But you're here now, so... You might as well stay. I hope you're (laughs) prepared to be my house guest. (laughs) Thank you, Tony. Neighbors in the Lafayette Quarter awoke to a gruesome burglary homicide. The police... I turned the TV off. The news was not what it used to be. I missed a time before politically motivated news, before tragedy lined pages, artfully hidden within a waxy wall of advertisements. A small smile crept along my cheeks as I thought of Mama. She loved the paper, felt it was a tiny window into the world, even if that world dealt out paper cuts from time to time. Juju sat on her pink fluffy dog bed. The bed was too big for the double-puffed fuzzball, but no one tells a Pomeranian no. It must be nice to be so carefree. My hand drifted to pat Juju on the head, but the fuzzball snarled in warning. All right, all right. Juju sneezed and I rolled my eyes. My housemate was a temperamental thing. I was about to say as much when a low growl emanated from her deadly lips. Great. What offense did I commit now? Juju's lip curled up to the gums, her eyes zeroed in on the living room window. I frowned. Nothing rattled her. Nothing except for trespassers. Her growl began to vibrate her pink fluffy bed, deepening my frown. The clock on the mantel read exactly midnight. I slowly rose and edged toward the front bay window. I lived in a lavish upper crust community, filled to the crystalline brim with Lafayette's elite families. We were an HOA neighborhood, and I'm positive whoever was outside was violating some ordinance, one I'm sure a grouchy housewife implemented. Probably the new neighborhood quiet hours I read about in the monthly newsletter. 
I wish they would implement one for the daylight hours. With my graveyard tech job, I could do without Dan running the leaf blower at 7.30 a.m. I pulled back the curtain an inch, trying not to be obvious in my snooping. The street slept soundly beyond my yard. There was a utility van parked a few houses up. Otherwise, nothing out of place. I shrugged the curtain falling from my fingertips back into place. <laughs> Juju, you're getting jumpy in your old age. She didn't reply, her hair pointing skyward and her gaze on the hallway to the kitchen. Give it a rest. You're creeping me out. I tussled the fur on her head, moving to the stairs, but paused. Juju never let me pet her without a few parting teeth marks. Juju? A loud crash had both of us yelping before Juju tore off to the kitchen. Wait! I ran down the hall after her, adrenaline lining my bones. A small rock lay in a pool of glass on my kitchen tile, a figure looming at my back door. The figure's hand moved through the hole they had made reaching for the locking mechanism. This can't be happening. A lump formed in my chest, freezing me in place. This can't be happening. Juju felt no such reserve. She lunged for the hand, needle teeth latching onto the gloved hand. A man's howl rang out in agony as Juju thrashed from side to side. With a violent snap, the man flung Juju from his hand, sending my little friend crashing to the floor as he yanked his hand through the hole. Fucking son of a bitch! The man roared, cradling his hand. You didn't say anything about a dog! To my complete horror, another figure appeared next to the first. His shoulders shuddered in a barely contained laugh before his masked face registered my presence. <laughs> well, looky here. Our night just became more eventful. The second man said. The first figure turned to take me in. He tapped on the glass, head cocking to the side. Aren't you a scrumptious piece of tempting pie? Lettuce and sugar pie. We want to play. You... You don't want to do that. I'll, I'll give you anything you want. I have money upstairs, jewelry too. The man tissed, a glove finger reaching up to stroke the glass. But we want you too, sugar pie. And your money. But first... Let us in so we can play. I shook my head. This can't be happening. The man began to laugh as I started to back away. Why the hell did I leave my phone upstairs? We're going to get in one way or another. So just come and unlock this door, sugar pie. I promise to be gentle with that rich mouth of yours. I think I'm going to be sick. 
the man started to pound on the glass, my skin jolting with each strike. You don't have to do this. I, I can give you whatever you want, and then you can leave. No questions asked. Time's up, sugar pie. The man bent down, another stone in hand. My eyes widened, knowing what was to come next. I lurched for Juju as the rock collided with the glass door. I pivoted, racing for the stairs as more glass rained down in my wake. Steel boots pounded the tile behind me as manic masculine laughter tickled my heels. <laughs> I like a bit of chase sugar pie. Run, rabbit, run! My teeth grinded as I tried to block out my assailants, but his taunt wormed under my cold skin, my anger heating me from within. I cleared the landing, Juju yelping and biting my shoulder as I jostled her in my haste. I ignored her fit of rage as she began to savage my hand and threw her across the threshold of my bedroom, not caring where she landed and slammed the door behind me. A body collided into the door, lurching me forward. I pushed back, my force nearly bowing the door out. Stay cool, Anna. Just stay cool. Digging my heels into the carpet, I surveyed my room for my phone. Juju, having recovered, attacked the bedroom door with a wild abandon, making her opinion clear. Let us in, sugar pie. The longer you make us wait, the worst it's gonna hurt. Please, don't do this. Just take what you want and go. You don't want this. I pleaded, but from the laughs on the other side of the door, my words were falling on deaf ears. Juju paused in her fight against the door, her black button eyes saying, Enough is enough, bitch. They came in uninvited. Might as well make use of them. <sighs> I sighed, head bowing. This is not how things were supposed to go. I wanted a quiet life. A life where no one got hurt. One filled with silent, simple nights with only Juju for company. If you don't open this door in five seconds, sugar pie, I will shoot it down and make sure you regret keeping us waiting. <laughs> I laughed, my gums itching at the man's words. The man paused in his berating taunts, probably thinking I was finally giving in to my fate. Juju took a step back, her stance widening as the end of her fur buzzed with electricity. I tried to warn them, but if they wouldn't leave, then I would treat them like the unwanted house guests they are. My fangs extended as I threw the door open, my baser nature crashing to the forefront. Juju lunged through the open space, her sleek, elongated demon form crashing into the second intruder before he even knew what was happening. Blood sprayed up my walls and ceiling. I growled in irritation. Blood was difficult as fuck to get out of the crown molding. What the fuck? Those were my sugar pie's last words before I sprung on him, my fangs burying themselves to the hilt. With supernatural speed, 
I yanked them across his neck, blood painting my skin like a pollock. His head lulled to his back like a Pez dispenser, revealing all his tasty bits. I took a deep breath in, savoring the taste of his blood. I've denied my nature for so long. I forgot how good human blood tasted compared to that black market synthetic shit. I turned my head, surveying our mess. My eyes locked on Juju, now back in her other form. Her fur stained a deep strawberry. She was pulling on her meal's entrails like a day-old deli sausage links, taking a bite out of each section. I groaned. Hey, hey, Juju. You know the intestines give you indigestion. Drop it, drop it. No more. I leaned down to take them from her, but she turned on me like the rabid hell spawn she was, her tiny fangs biting my hand as she growled in protest. All right, all right. I released her score with a shake of my head. I should know better. <laughs> no one tells a Pomeranian no. This has been a Morbid Forest production. And on this week's episode, you've heard House Guest, written by Naomi Richards, with narration by Naomi Richards, Phoenix Fire, and Sean Moreau. Our theme music this season is Firestorm by Danny Schmidt. Did you absolutely love Phoenix's voice just as much as I did? <laughs> then you can go ahead and head over to his YouTube channel, at Phoenix Fire YT to check out all his spooky, scary, haunted tales with narration by himself and maybe yours truly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Phoenix, for joining us this week. I had a ton of fun with you. <laughs> and I'll go ahead and leave his show in the show notes for you guys to check out. Follow us on Instagram and on Twitter at The Morbid Forest. You can also send us a little love letter at themorbidforest at gmail.com. Want to stay up to date on all the latest and greatest and find out more about your cast and crew? You can head over to themorbidforest.wixsite.com slash mf21 to find out more about the show. As always, thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate you guys. And we'll see you next time, travelers, on The Morbid Forest.